Hello, Forever Family. My name's Shannon. I'm the Recovery Pastor. And you know, I have been trying to record this message and publish this message for days. I'm not even joking. I've had so many technical difficulties. I've had my phone go off, even though I know that I put it on um, silent. It has been crazy. I had the camera set up and plenty of battery, new charge. Um, <clears throat> didn't even get the video even started so that we could post it on the YouTube channel and the video goes off well with my camera if you don't have the video screen on so you can see it doesn't video like you you've got to have the little monitor on well that drains the battery like really quick undoubtedly and that never has before so this has been crazy trying to get this message published Okay, so when this happens, the first thing I do is I step back and I say, okay, is the Holy Spirit trying to tell me something about this message? Do I need to go in a different direction? Okay. So I sat down, I went through the message, um, <clears throat> was at peace with it. I didn't feel like anything needed to change. So then my other thought is, okay, so for whatever reason, the enemy does not want this message published, that tells me Someone out there needs to hear this. This message might only mean something to one person. It might mean something to everyone that listens to it. But I tell you what, nothing was going to stop me from getting this message done because I know it needs to be published. Someone needs to hear this message. So <clears throat> today's message is called Motivation in Recovery. And this is different at different lengths of your recovery. So when we're talking about motivation and recovery, I think we can all agree that idle hands are the devil's playground. Um, I think we can all also agree that idle minds are the devil's playground. I think we can also agree that anything you do ministry-wise to help others rise up uh, is is the devil's target. So now having that said, you know, in recovery, one minute things are rolling along, everything's falling into place, boundaries are set, good structure is set, accountabilities are in place, sponsors are in place, everything is there. Life is getting a little easier. It's easy to breathe. <clears throat> and then it happens. You have to start relying on yourself to keep things rolling. Maybe you've been in a uh, recovery program uh, and had great structure, and now you're, you completed it. And now it's time for you to keep that structure rolling. It's time for you to keep the boundaries going. But the boundaries start to become a little vague. The structure becomes a little bit sketchy because we don't have those same people in place to keep the boundaries and the structure there. And then all of a sudden it happens. Old playmates in old playgrounds they test us how strong are we are we going to bow down to this are we going to let them back in our life you may even feel like sometimes it's difficult to maintain a job you know you, you got a job you got some money rolling in you're paying bills you're paying fines and then all of a sudden it's difficult to maintain your mindset of going to work accomplishing that job for the day and feeling satisfaction when you've achieved it. <clears throat> you know, you might even find that your relationships hit a rocky ground. 
Don't get me wrong. Every relationship hits a rocky ground. But for some reason, now all of a sudden it gets worse. You might even find yourself at the point of saying, what's the point of even trying? Please hear me when I say this. Everyone deserves happiness. When you find yourself at that point where you're like, I don't even know why I even try, I want you to read Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through 14. I want you to read it over and over and over. And then I want you to say it out loud. This is going to sound crazy, but I want you to walk around your house saying it out loud. I want you to speak it into life. I want you to speak it into your surroundings. I want you to speak it into your own ears and absorb it into your own heart. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through 14. Okay. Now, you've heard me say plenty of times, recovery is a lifestyle. There are changes that have to be made. We must do several things. So if you're a, if you're a note taker, this is where I want you to start taking notes. The first thing we must do is acknowledge unhealthy patterns at each stage of our recovery. I tell people all the time, keep a journal somewhere close by so that you can see the unhealthy habits. They change at different stages because we get complacent. We get too comfortable. See them, acknowledge them, correct them, okay? Number two, stay connected with your recovery support system. Everybody out there that is listening knows, stay connected to your recovery support community. Let me say, the most important thing is to stay connected to your recovery support community. They will see signs of relapse long before you do. They are there to help you, not to hurt you. Number three, it's perfectly okay to seek mental health recovery as your support system. Uh, there's a there's a message that's going to be, or an episode that's going to be posted soon. And I'm going to be talking to Pat Motley. And she, um, she works at the Alabama Head Injury Foundation. And lapse of memory are real. They're not an excuse to not make amends and, and not seek forgiveness and things like that. That's, that's not what we're saying. But I am saying it is perfectly okay to seek mental health support in your recovery. There's no shame in that game. Number four, give yourself some grace. I have to remind myself all the time, give yourself some grace. And by doing this, you create new boundaries if you stumble. You create new boundaries if you fall. But give yourself some grace. Okay, the next one is learn new coping skills. Every celebration of a milestone, we say new levels, new devils, but that's not true. The devil knows how strong you are at this level. So when you advance to the next level, he just comes at you stronger. So at each celebration of your milestone in recovery, you have to learn new coping skills. You have to learn how to deal with life. There are new challenges that are going to come at you. Write them down. Take note, just like you do the unhealthy patterns. Get a game plan. You're not sure what to do? Stay connected to your recovery support 
community is, is critical. And then take one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time. If you're like me, you look at the big picture, it's very overwhelming. So I have to remind myself, handle one thing at a time. When it moves over, the next thing will fall right into space, into, into where it's supposed to, just like a Pez dispenser. One thing at a time. So here's something I want you to, I want you to think about. There are signs of relapse long before it ever happens. And I'm talking like months and months and months and months and months. Uh, you know, six months to a year before it actually happens. There's signs. So here's the first thing I want you to watch for. If you become overconfident, impatient, or complacent, take note. What is causing that? Find out what it is. Remove it. Don't let it root and, you know, cause you to have a relapse down the road. The next one, when you've been, you know, working so hard, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you end up fatigued and that can bring in depression. Acknowledge that. Reach out to your recovery support system. Let someone know. Talk through it. Talk through your day. Talk through your process. They may see a trigger that you don't see is there just yet. The next one. When you find yourself wrapped in self-pity, unrealistic expectations, and a lack of self-discipline, this is where it gets scary because relapse can be very close at this point. <clears throat> this is also where people run from their accountability partners. They run from their sponsor. They run from their recovery support system because the guilt and shame comes rushing in and you begin to feel like a failure and that's not true. Every day that you wake up is another day that you are blessed with. It's another day to reach that goal. It's another day to say, the good Lord's plans still hold true for me. And I'm going to keep chasing after the blessings that are mine. So, I don't know who needed to hear this. You know, staying motiv motivated in your recovery is hard. And then there's days where it's like just sailing along and it's so easy. I would love uh, to hear what keeps you motivated in recovery. What keeps you going, even when you're, you feel like you're just, you can't do it anymore? Leave a comment. Let me know what's going on. I would love to know, and I'm sure others would love to see your comments too. Keep on keeping on. Don't let the enemy stop you. Because the only thing he can do is to plant seeds of doubt in your heart. That's it. He has no other power over you. So you can choose to believe him or not. And I choose to rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Because just like getting this message published, I'm going to find a way. <laughs> so, you know, like we always say when we wrap up a message, be a blessing, speak life, put your faith feet into action and cause a ripple effect. Until next time, stay motivated in your recovery. And much agape, everybody.